My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some key ways that you can learn to navigate uncertainty when it feels like it's sort of destabilizing you in your life. So we're going to talk a little bit about in this video what you can do, some really important things to, to acquire, sort of as like life skills for when uncertainty comes about, and then some action steps you can take to create relief for yourself. So before I dive into that really quickly, if you want to do a deeper dive into this topic, we just released a course at PDS. It's called um, Reprogram Reprogramming Perfectionism and the Fear of Losing Control. And believe it or not, those two things are very much interrelated. Um, and so if you want to do a deep dive in like fear of losing control, navigating uncertainty, all that kind of stuff, there's some really amazing in-depth tools. It's about a two and a half, three hour course, um, obviously excluding all the workbook and, and the exercises and all that stuff. So if you want to do a much deeper dive, I highly recommend checking that out. I will put a link for that in the L Access membership pass, which gives you access to all 45 plus pre-recorded courses um, inside the school, along with the four live webinars I do every single week with everybody. The webinar library of over 200, I think it's honestly like almost 300 probably now, webinars um, over the past you know, while since the school has been open and um, all of our different social and community events because we have two or so every single day, um, sometimes up to three or four depending on the day. So check that out. I will put a link in the description box below with a coupon code for 25% off. So when we talk about this, this idea of navigating uncertainty, you know, we have to look at the things that are causing uncertainty in our lives. And one of the first principles that's super important to understand is usually the objective situation is not nearly as detrimental to our well-being as the subjective interpretation of the situation, aka the meaning we give to the situation. So let's say, for example, that we take two people and let's say two people lose their job. Let's say person number one really hated their job and was already looking for new jobs and has a few leads, has, you know, uh, uh, they feel personally that you know, this might be the best thing for me because I wasn't happy in this job anyways. They have a bit of a plan outside of the job. So what's happening, let's say person number one versus let's say person number two, they, you know, liked their job enough. Um, they didn't have a plan and they start giving meaning to the situation that says, what if I'm on the streets? What if I become homeless? What if I can't pay my bills? What if I never find a job again? You know, what if I, I have a terribly difficult time finding a new position? What if I'm unhappy in my next job? And let's say person number one is like, this might've been the best thing for me because I wasn't really happy there anyways. And I wanted to have an exit strategy. So maybe it's giving me permission to look differently at my life and to take risks I might not have taken if I had that security blanket of that position. Obviously, they're going to have two different experiences. Now, this is for two major reasons. Number one is clearly just the meaning they're giving to the situation. One person's like, this could be good. The other person's like, this is horrible. So the stories we tell about the situation is part of what makes up our subjective interpretation of that situation. And what's really interesting about this point, number one here, is we actually have complete control over that part. So if you look and you realize, okay, the objective situation actually can't affect me as much as the subjective situation, 
And then we start trying to control the objective situation so much. Like, why did I have to lose my job? I can't believe this happened to me. And we get in resistance to the objective situation. Instead of putting our focus and control over the ways we are subjectively perceiving the situation. And we try to clean up our thinking around that. That's actually going to be a huge point of creating initial relief. And if we can pivot how we're thinking about the situation, what we can take away from it, what we can do with it next, what it may be giving us permission to do that we weren't looking for before or looking at. When we change our subjective meaning given to the situation, we are in, in charge of the part of the situation that we actually not only have the most control over, but also the part that has the greatest capacity to create our own suffering or not. So when we really look at that, that creates like a, a massive relief when it, or release in a way when it comes to navigating uncertainty. The second difference between person one and person two is that person one, it sounds like they have needs that are outside of their job and they see, hey, my needs can get met by maybe changing roles. Person number two doesn't really seem that aware of their needs in a way. And so part of what happens when we're navigating uncertainty as well is that uncertainty, even though we think it's this like phantom random thing, uncertainty, it's like this, we have no idea what's gonna happen. That's actually not true. Uncertainty in and of itself is completely neutral because amazing things could technically happen. You could win the lottery technically. But for you to see uncertainty as a bad thing, you've leaned it a certain way according to your perception and according to your needs. Meaning that subjective story you're telling about uncertainty, oh, uncertainty is bad because I'm going to be out on the streets, I'm going to lose my job, combined with the perception you have about whether certainty or the uncertainty is giving to your needs or taking away from it, the combination of those two things is actually what's producing the more negative slanted output. So for example, if you see that I could get more needs met, if you're perceiving and strategizing to think, oh, I can get more needs met by a new job because this old job is not meeting my needs, then you see uncertainty as a net positive. If you think, oh, I have no idea what's coming up next. My history with getting jobs in the past is not good and I don't like it and I don't usually have control and I usually fail, then you're projecting that your needs, your ability to get your needs met is going to fail, which means your projection onto uncertainty, instead of it being a neutral thing, make it slanted negative in relationship to what you perceive it meaning according to your needs or in relationship to your needs. I feel like that's a kind of mind warpy. So hopefully that makes sense. It's sort of like whatever you believe, like let's say, let's say you are in a relationship and the person says, I'm going to go do long distance now. I'm going to move across the country. Well, your mind is naturally going to quickly perceive that more needs are going to be unmet than met in that situation because the person's far away from you. And so part of what's painful about that dynamic is your mind projects into the future and goes, oh, our needs are going to be taken away. And so then it associates this future thing with being more negative because something's being taken away from you. And so what I want you to really understand here so far is these two really important points. It's the objective situation that affects us less than the subjective situation. And that subjective situation is made up of the stories you tell about it and whether you perceive that that situation is going to meet more of your needs or take away from more of your needs. Okay. So the cool part about this is that we think uncertainty is the real problem. It's actually our projections about uncertainty. 
And we have full control, AKA we have full certainty over recognizing that this is what's happening. So when we go, okay, well, I'm perceiving unmet needs. Now we can do something with this because now we've actually isolated the real problem. So now we can go underneath this and be like, okay, I'm perceiving that what needs are not being met in the future? What needs am I afraid that I'm going to lose? And how can I start really making an effort in my life to start meeting these needs more often, requesting these needs from others or strategizing how I can get them met from a new job, from, you know, different ideas that we can instill into the long distance relationship or whatever the situation might be that's creating uncertainty for you in the first place. So now all of a sudden you pivot and you're like, what are my needs? How can I get my needs met? And you get out of learned helplessness the moment you do that. And when you strategize and then you take action, you're actually allowing yourself to take the most out of uncertainty that you possibly can. And now uncertainty can even be a good thing, right? So that's that part. And then we want to clean up the stories. Am I saying that I'm never going to get a job? That's not going to help me. (laughs) So I better see how can I get a job? What are the skills I do have that will help me get a job? What are the qualities I do have that will assist me in building connections, building a network, et cetera, and start fueling my perception to see that I can do this. There are good things around the corner. And what happens is I'll diminish my anxiety or distress as a byproduct of thinking that way, perceiving that way, finding evidence to support those outcomes and then knowing what my needs are and actioning those things. And so what you can see here is that from uncertainty, it's not uncertainty itself. It's usually unresolved wounds you have from the past that you project onto uncertainty. So if you had, you know, you felt unsafe the last time you were uncertain, you're going to be like uncertainty equals unsafety. And all your stories are going to be about that. And you're going to perceive that all your needs are going to be taken away as they relate to safety. So we want to learn to like be in control of that stuff. And when we can action our needs and when we can clean up the way we think about the situation, we can change how we choose to perceive it. We can diminish our emotional state around uncertainty dramatically. Now this brings us to the next part. That's an internal process. Okay. I can do all of that work internally through understanding my needs, writing them out, writing strategies for them, writing out my painful thought patterns about uncertainty, working to shift my perception in a way that supports me, but is still, still fair and balanced. And then I can proceed to be like, okay, now that I've done this work over here, what can I do externally? What behaviors do I need to take? Do I need to set boundaries with people? Do I need to communicate more? Like, what am I afraid? Maybe I need to set boundaries because I have to go look for a new job. And so I have to spend time, less time with people for the next couple of weeks until I get that new job or next couple of months or whatever it might be for you. So we can create our own certainty through understanding what our subjective negative emotional ties are to uncertainty and working to get out of learned helplessness by identifying our needs and by changing the way we perceive something. So we're creating our own certainty. Now that's one part, okay? The next part here is when you're in a space of uncertainty, so let's say you're like waiting for something to go through in your life. You're waiting to see if you got into that school program you applied for to make this big life and career change. You're waiting to see if you got that job that, you're, that you you know, have been working towards for a decade. When you're in that space, you have to do the things that fill your needs daily as a person, okay? So if you are somebody who loves nature, if you're somebody who loves to be outside, if you're somebody who loves to connect with other people, you cannot put your life on hold in the waiting period. Usually people who really struggle with uncertainty also have a habit of doing that. So what you wanna be able to do instead is be like, what are my needs on a daily basis? And I have to keep showing up for those things and fill my buckets daily. 
And then you can ask yourself a question as well. Like, what do I have to do next? If you just break things down, the more we have like a lot of emotional distress, when we can shorten our window and just focus on what's in front of us, it really relieves us of a lot of emotional distress. A lot of people who have a hard time navigating uncertainty are thinking 10 days ahead. It is important to have a plan for life and to have intentions. And I really believe in that, but you have to balance that too. If you're just extreme thinking in the future all the time, you're gonna run into more anxiety than the average person. If you're able to know what your plan and intention is, but then be present with one thing at a time in front of you. Like, what am I certain about right now? For example, I'm certain I'm here recording a YouTube video and I'm certain that I'm going to be here for a little bit recording a few more YouTube videos. When I wrap that up, instead of being like, and three weeks from now, what if I get into that program or don't get into that program or whatever it might be for your situation? I'm just making things up. Um, in that case, you want to be able to say, okay, after the videos, I'm certain that I'm then going to, eat some dinner. And then I'm certain that I'm then going to go for a walk that I'm certain. And, and you want to be able to break things down like that. So you have that certainty for yourself on a daily basis and you're creating your certainty that way. So these are some really important tools, some really important principles. Hopefully this all makes a lot of sense. I know there's, it's a pretty uncertain time for many people right now. So hopefully this is very helpful and useful. If you guys want to see more content like this, please let me know in the comments below. And thank you so much for being here and for being a part of this amazing community. And please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.